Welcome back, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday. It is Monday, May 16th, 2022. And thus far, April showers bring more May showers, but the month is just halfway through. So let us hope that the back end of this month brings us a little bit better news. Checking in on the markets this morning, the NASDAQ is opening down about half a point or half a percent. Um, and is trading at about 11,740. And the S&P is down 0.27% and trading at about $4,013. Crude oil is about flat at 110 a barrel. Uh, Gold futures are flat at 1,800 an ounce. And in bond world, yields are still, the 10-year note is still at about 2.9%. And the two-year note at 2.58%. In the three-month T-bill at 0.97%. So again, not inverted. So we'll check in on the markets again, but let's go through our uh, our business news of the day over the weekend. It's not the busiest day for business news, but we do have some. I'm going to refresh the stream. Good morning, everyone. Um, I don't see any chats for some reason today. I wonder what's going on. Let me go to the actual link. Don't forget, uh, while we do this... Oh, now I see your chat side to go. Hey, Alton. Hey, Missy. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Daniel. Let's let's have a great week, everyone. Um, and don't forget uh, that you can find us on podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, cool. And don't forget to join us in our meeting pulse QR code right here. Link always in the description where we do Q&As and raffles. So let's get those likes up. If you smash the like button, we give away money if we hit 100 likes, which we usually do. And if we hit 200 likes, we'll give away three $25 prizes. That'll be good. All right. So let's go to the first story. People who agreed to buy homes under construction but haven't yet closed are facing mortgage interest rates that could be nearly double what they anticipated when they paid their deposits. So this is when uh, a, a home builder like Pulte, Toll Brothers... Um, or, or, or home builders like that that build new homes usually put a reservation, uh, some money down, then you pay more as the construction finishes up, and then you and then you take the loan, the mortgage, and you pay the rest at the end. But homes take a while to build, and we're in a supply and labor shortage, so homes are taking longer and longer to build. So when a lot of these home buyers that took their um, they put put their deposits down for new new construction homes. They did the calculation with near record low mortgage rates of around three percent or less. You know, I'm going to tell you that I got about a two point six percent interest rate on my mortgage, uh, and that was we closed this year. But since then, rates have run, and average mortgage rates have climbed to nearly five point three percent. So borrowing costs have now almost doubled. So now that translates into hundreds of dollars more a month in mortgage payments. And so far, they're largely willing to absorb the added costs. And we track for ROI club members because we have our number one position is a home building products company. Uh, Cancellation rates remain low. So for now, buyers are willing to pay up. And in my opinion, that's because uh, rents are going up as well. I mean, Maybe South Florida isn't the best example of this because it's one of the highest rent increases due to people moving here. But across the nation, rents are going up as well. 
And so it's not just mortgage cost, it's cost of living in general. Cool. Um, so moving on to the next story, let's go to the dollar is winning in a messy global economy and that matters in this fight against inflation. Despite signals of economic trouble in the US, such as inflation, falling stock prices, wavering consumer confidence, um, the dollar is still very, very strong. Um, the dollar index has risen 8% this year against other currencies. Against China's yuan, the dollar is up 7%. Against the Japanese yen, it's up 12%. And against the Switzerland's franc, it's up 10%. And scrolling down to this Wall Street Journal, US, or Wall Street Journal dollar index chart, you see the spike ever since uh, COVID really saw a flight from the dollar. Now we're seeing a flight to the dollar, which is the historical safety asset. So we are acting as if the US dollar hegemony is still intact. Um, if those of you that want a little bit more intense prediction, I would invite you to go look up the um, dollar milkshake theory where the, where the theory there is um, pretty pessimistic, but that the dollar will suck up the liquidity of the rest of the world because it is the kind of that reserve asset for everybody. Um, so that's just something to call out. Um, going back to the previous story and going into the chat, uh, Sarah saying that happened to my brother going about home, uh, home building, um, that happened to her brother. He had to cancel his first home purchase. Couldn't afford it. Uh, let me know if you can hear that bird outside. We opened the, uh, windows and there's a bird cawing outside. Um, Ruan is saying, I mentioned this about 20 times now, but I always get ignored on the meeting conversation to join. It only asks my email and that I'm attendee 22, always miss out on the raffle. Uh, where to enter your name? Not really sure. Usually Grace has something to say. You have to, when, when you win the raffle, you enter your name. Yeah, when you win the raffle, you enter your name. So unfortunately, Ruan, Ruan you haven't won the raffle yet. So sorry, just keep entering. Hopefully it's a low investment from you. I got to do Maybe so, today's the day. Yeah. Uh, Grace, have you won? Grace hasn't won a raffle either. So mm -mm. <laughs> um, Pierre is saying, do you think rising home insurance costs will hurt the housing market? Um, I think people need to live and we are underbuilt. So more for that later. Anyway, cool. Thanks so much. Moving on to this breaking news on the economic front. China's economic distress deepens as lockdowns drag on. China's economy descended deeper into a COVID-induced doldrums last month. Uh, consumer spending and factory output tumbled in April, while growth in infrastructure investment, which Beijing has been counting on to prop up growth this year, slowed sharply, um, according to the statistics. China's headline jobless rate Meantime, surged to a two-year high of 6.1%, further evidence that the economic dam damage unleashed by the country's strictest pandemic containment measures in more than two years. Um, so China is slowing, horrible. Someone asked me over the weekend uh, if they should sell their Alibaba stock. I see no reason to why we should invest in China in, in this stage. Uh, maybe it's buy low, sell high, but at this point, there's nothing that shows me that China is the place to store assets in this very trying times, these very trying times. Moving on to our next story. Let's go to crypto land. Let's go to coin market cap. Bitcoin is hovering right under 30,000 at 29,766. It was 30,000 this morning. ETH is at $2,015, so right around $2,000 per ETH. 
Uh, Tether, USDC are both acting like stable coins at 0.999 uh, of a dollar. BNB is at 297 per coin. XRP at 41, 42 cents. Cardano at 56 cents. Solana at 53.90. Dogecoin at 8.7 cents. Polkadot at 10.8 dollars, 10 dollars and 82 cents. And uh, yeah, the biggest story of the day, obviously, is that Luna of the day, and just generally, is that the Luna drama that we had talked about all last week is really bringing down the crypto markets. And we talked a little bit longer about this, did a whole segment in Money Talks, which drops in just about 20 minutes. So go check that out after the show. But um, Luna Foundation Guard left with 313 Bitcoin after US, UST crash. Uh, the Luna Foundation Guard, official stewards of Terra's Bitcoin reserves, released a statement that they, of how it dispersed millions of dollars worth of crypto in its failed attempt to maintain the peg of the stablecoin. Uh, LFG notes that its Bitcoin reserves have depleted almost entirely from about 80,000 Bitcoin to about 300. The remaining assets, which comprise of the of the crashed UST and Luna tokens will apparently be used to compensate investors. Um, it's not looking great for Luna. Luna, we checked this morning, Terra Luna is down again and basically trading at nothing. 0. 0.0001 of a dollar. So that's 0. 0.01 of a cent. That's Terra Luna's price. So, this thing is probably cooked, but um, Doquan has tweeted or said that he will try to rebuild their way out of it. I see no reason why to touch the ship. It's not even the sinking ship. It's probably a dead ship. Great. So Bitcoin, this is obviously bringing down the whole market. I really dislike these new things that block the... I'm trying to show you the headline, but we are entering a crypto bear market probably kicked off because of this Terra Luna scandal, but Bitcoin sees seven straight weeks of losses for the first time uh, amid downturn in broader markets. Everyone who owns growth stocks knows this, stricter, stricter crypto regulations, waning retail interest, systemic risks in the crypto space, especially the stablecoin space. And um, yeah, that's bringing down the whole market. Fears of inflation, poor sentiment, Terra Luna scandal, etc. Checking back in the markets, the markets are still down about where they were. The NASDAQ is down 0.5%. The S&P is down 0.26%. Not a crazy bloody day. And I hope we hope that throughout the day, we can come back with a bit of a midday rally. But for now, still hovering at down less than half a percent in the markets. All right, let's move on to our first stock market news of the day. McDonald's is planning to sell its Russia business after 32 years. It's a complicated issue that's without precedent and with profound consequences, said Chris Kemzinski, the chief executive officer of McDonald's. Um, McDonald's has been in Russia for three decades, was an icon of U.S. lifestyle and capitalism. It's very popular over there with Russian consumers, so much so that um, 
there was a big thing about Russia's government trying to get people to operate these McDonald's after they shut down in response to the invasion of Ukraine. Um, there's a theory that no two countries with uh, McDonald's in them have gone to war because they've reached some level of westernization where they've never uh, and development where they haven't um, fought with each other. McDonald's employs 62,000 people in Russia, a place where jobs are an issue. And that's going to hit it, right? And there's other chains pulling out, including Starbucks, Yum Brands, which owns KFC and Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, stuff like that. Um, and this is kind of an interesting big issue. And McDonald's is going to write off a record $1.2 billion to $1.4 billion to recognize uh, the foreign currency translation losses. Um that business has 850 restaurants, some run by franchisees. And so they're going to sell it off to a local Russian buyer. Next topic of the day, JetBlue to launch tender offer for Spirit. They urge shareholders to vote against the Frontier deal. As a reminder, there are two bidders for the discount carrier Spirit. Um, by Frontier Airlines, which is another discount, smaller discount airline um, for less money. But JetBlue is offering a higher price that got rejected by the Spirit Airlines board. JetBlue offered $30 a share and is now open to paying uh, $33 a share if Spirit comes to the negotiating table and provides the data that JetBlue has requested. Um, and JetBlue said the tender price reflected what JetBlue calls Spirit's unwillingness to share necessary information. Spirit shares rose 22%. Uh, it's up about 9% today to eighteen fifty a share. And, but the market does not think that this, uh, that the deal may has a overwhelming chance to go through given the offer there is at 30 to $33 a share, but frontier, um, let's see frontiers price frontier spirit price is offering to buy spirit for 6.6 billion as a merger. So let me just find you the actual price per share. Well, I guess you can't really peg the price per share of, of their offer because it's probably going to be materially in Frontier stock. So, um, but the offer for 30 to $33 a share is materially higher by JetBlue to buy Spirit um, than the Frontier Airlines deal. So for those of you that are considering playing this as a merger arbitrage play, just remember that it's risky and also that there are antitrust issues in an already consolidated airlines industry and that the Biden administration may not actually let either of the deals go through. So it's an interesting thing to follow, but something that I don't think is particularly uh, enticing to me as a risk reward bet. I think there are better ones out there. In fact, I posted one in our ROI Club Discord this morning of a tweet I saw of an interesting Canadian deal that, that may be an interesting ARB play. Okay, next interesting topic that we talked about in Money Talks. Elon Musk says his $44 billion Twitter acquisition deal is on hold 
Um, his planned acquisition of Twitter was temporarily on hold because concerns about fake accounts, a surprise tweet, uh, twist that jolted investors and raised questions about his willingness to go through with the $44 billion transaction. As remember, there's a $1 billion breakup fee if the deal doesn't go through for certain reasons, but that doesn't mean that he has to, or he can just pull out nilly willy, willy nilly. So um, it does look like he's trying to find reasons why there might be fraud or whatever. Um, but I think it doesn't look good on Elon Musk that he's kind of saying, oh, well, I don't need, I don't know how many fake accounts are here. I mean, they, they don't even know. Twitter doesn't know. They've, in their filings, they say they think it's like something like 5%, but who knows? Um, cool. Juice is asking in the, in the chat, is it possible for EU members to win the raffle? Yes, of course. We use PayPal for those in Europe. Um, cool. All right. Let's talk about our last kind of news of the day, which is just stocks that are making big moves. Spirit Airlines, we just talked about, up about 9%. As we speak, Carvana up 13.3% in pre-market action after the used car retailer forecasted significant core earnings for 2023. Um, let's look at Centio. Login. Carvana stock. The problem is they're very unprofitable. So them saying that they can actually turn a profit next year, setting the stock up. And Carvana is up 14% after being down peak to trough. Almost 90%. If you had bought at the peak, you'd lose nine tenths of your money if you bought Carvana. Let's see. The next one, Warby Parker shares slipping about 4% in pre-market after they posted a quarterly loss. Another one of those stocks that just kind of, who knows if that business model is going to work. Down 4.36% today. Twitter. Oh yeah, let's look, actually look at Twitter stock. Down 5.5% today. Down from a high of $50 a share. Uh, closer when people thought the deal would definitely go through. Now it's down 23%. If you try to buy the arbitrage deal, you can still make your money back if the deal happens at full price. But um, if not, maybe this is a $20, $30 stock and you lose even more. So again, not something that I thought would, would was worth playing the arbitrage play. Hopefully none of you did at this point. Um, Netflix, Rivian, Ford selling a lot of shares of Rivian. We talked about this in Money Talks, so go see that. SoFi's shares rallying 4.2% after it was upgraded to overweight from neutral. Trade Desk up again after Stiefel upgraded it to a buy from hold. TTD stock about flat today on a down market. SoFi's stock about up 4% in a down market, still trading at $7 a share. Let's go to Finviz. Next day, Apple down over a percent. Microsoft down 1.5%. Google, Amazon down less than a percent. Visa, MasterCard down over a percent. The only things up today are really healthcare and oil and gas and utilities, defensive stuff. Risk assets are generally down. NVIDIA down 3%. AMD down almost 2%. And um, Tesla down 2%. 
Tesla, for those of you looking to get into Tesla, don't look yet. Tesla's down 34% peak to trough or recent peak to trough. Total peak to trough down 38%, which one could argue is outperformance versus growth stocks. But don't look, don't look now. Might be starting to get good entry points for those of you that are Tesla believers, but some of you that are Tesla not believers probably won't be attracted to the valuation until, you know, it's way back under 500. Also, there are articles out there that we're sent that people have sent me in in the Discord about how um, we may hit an EV uh, purchasing retail weakness soon here, and I have to go investigate that. All right, so. Libin in the chat is saying, as you are a value investor, why are you not talking about Clover and their product? It's quite great re reward versus risk in that one at these levels. Also, most numbers are is not disappointing. Um, Clover is trying to innovate Medicare Advantage. I've actually worked with them before. And then there was a bunch of team turnover. Um, it's also a SPAC with Chamath, which I stay away with stay away from if you'd invested in the SPAC at 10 bucks a share you'd be down like it's trading at 260 and it screens okay maybe now clover stock ticker clove Okay. Um, yeah, they're trading at 0.2%, but they're not profitable. So what is the valuation on a not profitable company? It's hard. It's a higher valuation than Tesla. So 0.2 times revenues, but those revenues may not be profitable. Um, and Medicare Advantage is a spread business. You get paid by Medicare, CMS, and then you like pay for people's healthcare and you take the spread. So that's like a thing. Um, cool. Uh, so let's dive into our meeting pulse. We're making good time today. It's kind of a lighter day. Thank you everyone for being here. Definitely like the video. Um, we haven't hit 100 likes yet, so we'll try to give away some money. The Q&A, the most upvoted question of the day. Well, let's pick a raffle if we hit 100 likes. Did we hit 100 likes yet? Hit a hit. We need seven more likes to hit 100 likes to give away some money. If not for me, hit that like button for Grace. I liked it over here for my account. <laughs> <laughs> One of the likes is Grace. That's funny. Um, all right. So let's just address the most upvoted question. Any concerns for further sell-off as the market tanks and many fund managers are showing up capital for potential withdrawals, which causes further sell-off? Um, I mean, that you just described all bear markets. And there's also another vicious cycle with uh, liquidity getting pulled out. So people need to sell or so sell to, to kind of provide liquidity and just that drives everything down. So look, that is nothing new to this bear market that will happen with any bear market where the market goes down, causes redemptions, which causes funds to sell, which causes stocks to go more down, which causes redemptions. It's what Kathy Woods thing is, is happening. But 
I would say that that's why we look for capitulation. So when you when you go watch CNBC and they talk about capitulation, um, that's what you're looking for. Is you're looking for the rock bottom where everybody just there can't be any more selling and everybody just sells and there's that last sigh and then you can kind of build on a very low a much lower base and then the bull market runs there's this classic um buy 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 sell 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 cartoon that describes the cycle okay so this is it I've got a stock here. So look at the screen if you're not if you're not right now. I've got a stock here that really could excel, 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 sell, 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 and everybody starts selling, sell, 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 sell. This is madness. I can't take anymore. Goodbye, goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Like it's tongue in cheek. This is a classic cartoon, but this is what you're looking for. This is madness. I can't take anymore. So yes, am I concerned of this vicious cycle? No more than any other bear market. I think it's all pushed by the liquidity of the of macroeconomic events. Um, but at the end of the day, population growth, productivity growth equals wage growth equals spending growth equals stocks growth and assets growth. So you need the economic cycle to cool off, capitulate, and at a, at a certain point, the growth of humankind should go up. Stocks will always eventually go up, and at, like as long as, and same with like real estate and stuff, as long as the hum, as humankind grows. So, but the ebbs and flows of the business cycle will up and down and up and down all the way up, and it can be really violent. People can make a lot of money and lose a lot of money. Awesome. So we had 135 likes. Thank you so much. I'm going to pick a raffle winner. And maybe we can close this out. Start raffle. Thank you to the over 250 people here in the chat. Uh, if you're the raffle winner and you're in, you're one of the 70 people in the meeting pulse, then uh, you should have a pop-up. I'll address the second question while, while we uh, talk about this. Hi, Holly. How are you? Um, Shady Cat is asking if we should go live with Tom for an hour. Um, don't you think Clover being bought by the Clintons might mean it will go higher, you know, inside trading? I didn't know that happened. Uh, that, that actually makes sense. Um, ooh, on my computer, our video is like glitching out. Do you see that? Let me know if my uh, picture is glitching out on your end it's not on my phone it's not on your phone interesting um okay justin how do you feel about american mining companies that mine nickel lithium and cobalt like lac ticker f fcx tom nash mentioned fcx in one of his videos i haven't looked into it so maybe we should look into it thoughts on dividend stocks uh they're good if you're old and need dividend and income otherwise i i like companies that reinvest it for me because what do I do when the company spits me cash every quarter and I have to pay high taxes on it I don't like that I like when a company makes money and reinvests it pre-tax for me into growing even more at high ROIs every just remember here's the back of the envelope math 
cost to build a gigafactory? If it costs, let's call it, let's round up. If it costs 1.1 billion to cut to, to construct a Tesla gigafactory and gigafactory, uh, gigafactory capacity. And let's say the average gigafactory makes 400,000 cars a year, right? At an average cost of, or average price of maybe 45,000 per car. That's $18 billion times 0.25% gross margins. That's $4.5 billion per gigafactory that they make per year, but it only costs them 1.5 billion. So Tesla for every gigafactory they build, they make a three X for three X return on their money the first year. And then they make so much more. So that's like a 500% return or something, right? So I would rather invest in a company and be a shareholder of a company that makes profits, builds more things that grows that, that at a 300, 500% return with that money, all pre-tax versus, um, versus spitting the cash back to back. I mean, I don't have anything I can invest for like a 300% return. I mean, maybe other than my own company, which is company stock itself. So, um, that, that's what I think about dividend stocks. Like they're fine. If you're like old and need protection, older and not old, but it's like older and need protection. Or maybe you're like, you have your own trust fund and you'd rather just protect your wealth versus like grow your wealth. I think this channel and like most investors are here to, for more aggressive growth, but in case you're here and more of a dividend conservative player, uh, yeah, dividend stocks are great. Like the Verizon spits off a lot of cash. It's a good Verizon. Why do I keep exit exiting out of Centio? I do not know. For example, Verizon spits off Let's see, five to five and a half percent return. But just remember, you do have to deal with the volatility of the stock as well. So it's basically a little bit more. So if the uh, growth stock is on this end and a bond is a treasury bond is here, triple A bonds, triple B bonds, dividend stocks, growth stocks, value stocks, mega cap stocks, growth stocks. So that's the spectrum. Awesome. Uh, do we have a winner yet? Matt B. Matt B, you won. Okay, so we're going to close this up. I'm going to pick one more winner because I love you all. But um, And we have 270 people in the chat. If you can get nine more likes on the video, we'll do a second winner. I'm going to pick the winner right now in anticipation. Star raffle. Second winner should check their meeting pulse and put in their information. All right, so we're gonna close up. Thank you so much. Don't forget to check us out on podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts, like the video and go check out Money Talks, which just dropped two minutes ago. Love you all. See you all tomorrow morning and um, happy investing.